What episode is this? 17. 17. Episode, yeah. yo, episode 17. In case you missed it, make Let's some go. noise. Woo! All I gotta say is that run club was out of control. That was too crazy. That and was too if insane. anything, I think it's just an example of like what people want right now. Two things: positive energy, community. Yeah, that's positive it. energy, community. That's Whatever it. it is that you do, I don't care if you're a real estate agent, chef, entrepreneur, yep. fashion designer. People just want to be around. Good people. Find a way to good energy. Find a way to improve your current community in any yep. way. Maybe you don't work at all. Maybe or create you, one. Yeah, create yeah, that yeah, community. community. People, people are seeking community, man. Yep. Yeah. In, in a way that they could relate to it. So that I think that has been a a really cool thing to see. That after five run clubs, it's getting bigger and it's growing, and uh, it's just dope yeah. too. It's so kudos time. to you, man, for Let's really go. taking this and being like, you know what, I want to. I want to put a positive dent of inspiration yeah. right here in our backyard in Costa Mesa. So, was good. Make some noise for Justin Lee. Woo. My name is Kevin Sturdivant, aka Kevion. Who are you, young man? Eli Sturdivant. Eli Sturdivant. Let's go, Justin, Justin Lee. Lee. Let's, Let's go. So right out of the gate, like last week, we kind of shifted things up a little bit, and we wanted to tap into that high level inspo. Oh yeah. We have been doing the, we just finished the second uh, on the house, our complimentary elevated coaching program. We had like 500 people pop in and out of that thing. Yeah, it was cool. Super dope. And so a lot of that is still fresh in my mind because, um, you know, the, the, the topics that we talked about was like how to overcome getting an uppercut Mm -hmm. right dealing with an l and it was rad like so many of the things that i had were exactly what angie brought to the table but the biggest one was just put your armor on yeah yeah you know what i mean like if you're aiming to do big things and you're taking on big goals you're gonna have some hurdles. You're yeah. gonna have some upsets. Yeah, there's no challenges no. in your life. Then you're playing small, you're playing too which small. is okay. It's fine. But if you want to do it big, guess what? Yeah, you're going to take a, a punch in the mouth. Mm-hmm. So be prepared for it. How do you do that? Your morning routine, man. Yep. I've kind of narrowed in my 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 little process that I do to ten minutes. Figure yours out. That's the biggest thing I would encourage people to do yeah. to figure out. It should be difficult. Mine has the five-minute plank and the, the, mm-hmm. the plunge. Shit's hard, but it's very, very um, awesome. And so whatever that morning routine is for you, stick to it and uh, watch how it improves your life. Yeah. What's going on with y'all? Man, we've been busy. We've been busy. You got, got a, going off. Yeah, we got a lot of accountability going games off. going yeah. on for the end of the year, trying to get things popping. Have you popping. lost any of your accountability games? I lost one last week. So just so everybody knows, we do these games and like everybody's involved in it. Everybody basically takes on several actions. They choose the actions and they choose the consequence. Mm -hmm. And if they don't do the actions they said, they got to pay up. Yeah. Oh, do you know what Eric just, Eric and I just did? What? By, did I tell you about this? Mm -mm. By This one? Yeah. By December the 15th, he has to sign $10 million listing escrow whatever it is but it's got to be 10 mil it could be an offer or all listing or just it's got to be an escrow or a listing okay it's got to add up to 10 yep could double end the home for five whatever she so has a month and if by december 12th 10 mil yeah december 12th or december 15th kp the 12th yeah wow shaving right here from here 
Oh. Yeah, from here to here, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna shave all right here, and he has to rock that for two weeks. Oh. Yeah. What? Well, not the sides. Not so the not side. a shaved no, head. No, it's a clown. Wait, just the top middle part? Yeah, oh just God. right here. Wow. Oh, yeah. Wow, that's gnarly. Yeah. Man, no hat. Can you, can you wear a hat? Christmas gonna be weird. Yeah, <laughs> bro. I mean, no. Yeah, you know you what? Better get that's motivation. You know what? Let's we'll do it. Let's, let's, we'll let's, do let's it. try to call him live right here on the podcast and see if he picks Pull up. Pull up to the Christmas function looking crazy. I didn't, I didn't see him. What is that called? The reverse mohawk? I don't the know. Reverse I, mohawk, it's more right? like a clown cut. Oh, you know oh my I mean? gosh! He, was, he wasn't here. The crusty the clown. Because what is what is the question that you just asked? If, oh, is he allowed to wear a hat? Yeah. Maybe he's trying to disappear. Like if we just yeah, made no this beanies. accountability. Oh. Oh, he didn't answer. He's, he's working. Answer. He's working. He's trying to get He's right working there. hard. Mhm. 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 So just to reiterate our game, right? <laughs> You're live on the pod, my friend. You are live on the pod. It is a $10 million commitment, correct? Yeah. By what day? Uh, December 15th. Okay, December wow. 15th. Yep, and then what happens if that ink is not received? Uh, I don't know. I forgot because I'm going to get it anyway. Okay, <laughs> okay. I like the confidence. Well, let me remind you. Here's a little hint. Bzzz. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, shaving your head. Wow. I'm gonna start on the sides. So it's basically, it'll basically be like probably four, just so you understand the width at the top of your your head. It's gonna be four things. Basically everything but. Basically here. everything but the side. It's gonna be the top of your head. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah. That's really bad. So. Hey, that's bad, bro. Can you wear? What did you guys establish the ability so of wearing a hat? We did not establish the ability of wearing a hat. That's really bad. Um, but uh, I think we have a we had an agreement. Which was? You can't amend the agreement. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> well, you do what you gotta do, but you already know if you try to wear a hat up here all day long, people are <laughs> just gonna be grabbing you. Yeah, I super glue that thing. If I wear a hat, it has to be a case hat. Uh, that's fine. Whatever is the easiest <laughs> thing is to pull off. <laughs> all right, my dog. Hey, get to work, bro. Get to work. Exactly. All right. Later. Wow. Man. Accountability. Accountability. Listen. I hope he gets take it. Take on some things. I hope he gets it. Take on some things that are difficult and then implement accountability to push you to do it. Yeah. Sure. That's what's up. Yep, yep. Well, listen. <clears throat> you actually you guys actually last week came up with mad data of stuff you guys wanted to talk about that yeah. you were really compelled to talk about. I appreciate you taking the time to dive into some of these stats. So um, interesting stuff. Justin, let's dive into your piece, man. What is going on? What's some of the news, yeah. hot real estate news that you wanted to share? Yeah, one thing that I wanted to, to highlight this week, um, for any sellers right now going into the new year, or if you're thinking of listing your market, uh, I mean, listing your house yeah, now, yeah. or I think going into the new year with a lot of what we're hearing in the real estate market yeah. right now, one thing that's important for you guys to know is the importance of making the first impression hmm. crucial yes yes My and goodness. what do you mean and like photos or like what do you mean by first price. impression really price okay. price price and the product though price and the product but today we're talking specifically about price and okay. i have some stats i want to share with you guys you guys know the phrase you never get a second chance to make a first impression that's yeah. right this applies 
heavily yeah. right now in the real estate market. When you showed up as in 2018 and you wore nothing but turtlenecks, yeah. I was like, this guy's going to kill it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's going to kill it. That turtleneck <laughs> made an extraordinary impression. I'm bummed I don't see it anymore. Yeah. But I will tell you, I knew that you were going to do great, and I was right. He's good. He did phenomenal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, right now, especially with, with interest rates being so high, with uh, just the, uh, you know, like, economy and, and everything going on, like, I think buyers are very cautious right mm. now. Borrowing money uh, is way more expensive. Yeah. So they're looking at everything. Yeah. And the number one thing that they're definitely paying attention to, Dude. of course, is price. price. So uh, one of the things I wanted to share, this is a really interesting stat, and this just covers September, but okay. it'll, it'll give you a good idea of what's going on. In September, 80% of the homes that sold did not reduce their asking price. September. In September. Interesting. Yeah, 80%. And what is this? Where, where are we talking about? All of Orange, Orange County. County? Okay. All of Orange County. Yep. So 80% of the homes that sold in September did not reduce their asking price. And for those that didn't, and we're, we're just going to talk about a million dollar sales price to keep it easy. The people who did not reduce their, uh, their house, they sold for, on average... $2,000 more than the asking price and went pending in eight days, which means time on the market was way less. Yeah. And on average, they made and sold more by about $2,000. So the, the main point is if you didn't reduce your price, yeah. you sold faster and you didn't sell under meaning your they, asking price. But meaning they didn't list too high. They didn't they need didn't. to reduce their price. No, they didn't okay. need to reduce their price. They got more on average than what they asked for yeah. and went pending on average in eight days, which means if you price accordingly, you'll do well, you'll sell fast, and you'll sell for more than what you asked for. But 11% of closed sales in September did reduce their asking price between 1% and 4%. And those people had a sales the list price to sales ratio on average was 97%, which means if you sold, if you listed your house for a million dollars, you ended up reducing for 975 and you sold for that. Mm. So you sold for 70, you sold for about $15,000 under what you asked for. And it took 43 days for you to sell. Mm-hmm. What was, what is the percentage lower? Uh, about three So the list to sales price ratio was 97%. 97%. Okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah, versus mm. if you didn't sell, it was like a hundred right point two percent. Yeah, exactly. So on a on a three million dollar sale, it's a hundred grand. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then there were people, five percent of homes that sold in September who reduced more than five percent. And that I'm sorry, it was nine percent of closed sales in September. Okay. Reduced more than five percent. Mm. And those people uh, had a list of sales price of ninety five percent. So you and listed what month for, was that? This is all for September. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, so you listed for a million dollars. You sold for nine fifty. Wow. So wow. you lost about fifty k. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. So the more you reduce the price, the longer your house sat on the market, and the less you sold for. Yep. Um, Becomes old news. Well, mm-hmm. we just experienced that. I mean, yeah. I have two specific cases. One that is still available that I thought would be selling for three four. We got an offer at 2.8, which mm-hmm. I thought the seller would say to kick rocks. Mm-hmm. And uh, interestingly enough, they were like, you know what? Let's just do it. Yeah. Um, and then and then we just had 19th close, which that one didn't surprise me as much. That was honestly closer to the figures that I talked about just because I knew the state of things. Yeah. I sold it for 2.2. 2. 
They wanted three six. When we originally met, I kind of encouraged them that I think the price is like a million dollars more than what you paid. Because yeah. you know you can do the math, sellers. Like do the math. You mean and they bought it for two two? They bought it for two okay, two. They bought it for two. Right, and I'm like, I'm pretty sure it went up around a million dollars. You do this math. In 2020, the market went up about 15 percent. Mm -hmm. 2021, it went crazy, and it was like 21 percent. And over the last two years, 22 and 23, it's been like maybe 10 up, maybe 10 down, maybe just mellow. But go ahead and give it 10. Um, and so that's 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 15 in 20 plus the 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 21 in 21 right so that is 35 plus another 10 that's 45 so take what if you bought in 2020 to now then go ahead and take 45 to 50 percent you know what i mean you can really go back and do the math now if you made improvements to your house that's a whole different story yeah you know that's a whole different story but it's just pretty crazy. Like, it makes a huge difference. If you didn't reduce the price of your home, you on average sold in eight days. But if you reduced more than 5%, on average, your house took 64 days to sell. Jeez. That's a two months. really big difference. Yeah, yeah that's, that's crazy. huge. So, yeah, this this property, um, well. how long did I take? Dude, like, it, it was a hot months. minute. I think, yeah, I think it was, it, I think it was about 100 days. Yeah. Yeah, and we started at 3.6 and we closed at 3.3. Yeah. There's deals. Like the thing I think buyers, I think sellers need to understand that if they price their home properly and it's dialed, you, you can't have anything in the middle whatsoever. You got to bring your house to the highest level of its ability with paint and yeah. staging and depersonalization and the landscaping. Those are all easy things. Yeah. Paint, depersonalization, landscaping, mm -hmm. yeah, staging. Make it clean. Those are easy things. If you do those things, and you price your home properly, it's going to go off. Yeah. yeah. Buyers, guess what? Buyers get the benefit of all the sellers who did not do those things, which is a lot of sellers are not doing the right things to prep their home. So buyers get that benefit because while somebody is about to do a $100,000 price reduction, they can utilize that for the 321 buy down and get a 5% interest rate. Yeah. You know what I mean? So there's so many options for a buyer that's like committed. They're, they're, they're so interest rate heavy and buyers aren't even aware that there is a way for them to get a, a, a interest rate in the fives. Yeah. They had no idea. There's also seller financing. You can take over Dude. people's loans. There's so many options that people like yeah. are not educated about. So I think yeah. it's it's cool when we kind of go over um, having like a lender in here and they can kind of Hell yeah. That, yeah, that Darren knowledge. was really dope. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, that, that guy's a cool. beast. It's yeah. awesome, man. Anything else on this? That's it. The, the quick message is right now really isn't the time to uh, test price yeah. when you're yeah. listing a home. You need to make sure you price it accordingly and um, with the intentions of not doing any price drops down the line. Because if you do, yeah. according to these stats of homes sold in September in Orange County, it could really negatively hurt you in terms of how long it takes for your house to sell and for what price you get. Yeah. So, listen, well. listen to your agent. Yeah. Like if you if you have an agent that's telling you, hey, we need a list at this price, and they're educated, and they're not some you know random, unexperienced individual, like listen to them, because a lot of the time there's always a pushback um, where the seller will like, well, I want more, so I want to list for more. Right. But behind the scenes, people like you us listen to that your are agent. that are doing hours and yes, hours and why hours do you of, have an of agent research. If you're not going to listen to them. It's like if your doctor recommends something, yeah. and you do the opposite. What do you think is going to happen? 
I don't know, but this dentist recommended that um, I should pull this tooth. Mm-hmm. Do you know how much it costs to um, put a put a a because I was supposed to go in to do a crown. Yep. And that was like two thousand. And I go in there and he's like, ah, I don't really don't recommend you putting a crown on this tooth. Blah blah blah. So I think we need to extract it and then we put a um, you know whatever. Yeah. That's eight thousand oh. dollars. Damn. I was like, whoa, eight grand for one tooth? Mm-hmm. Like, can't you get a whole grill for that? Like, fully iced out? <laughs> I'm bummed. That's crazy. But hey, man, they know. They know. Damn, I take my jewelry off when I go to the dentist. <laughs> you saw the ice. Can watch off. You saw the ice. I want to get a second opinion on that. Dude, came here one day with a G-Wagon. Next day, he's like, some yeah, you're going to need. Next week, some weird electric car that I should try to return. It's a whole like, other this story. This guy needs a new tooth for sure. For sure. I think we're going to need to replace them all. It's going to be 100 grand. Yeah. All right, bro. So what do you got? You got some notes. You got some fire. You yep. wrote a whole dictionary for yep. this podcast. Let's get it, man. All right. So this is one of the most important deep dive studies I've ever done on, on the market because I also have a few ideas So um, of actual solves to a few problems. So obvious problem right now is it's around the topic of first-time home buyers. Okay. It's very difficult to be a first-time home buyer. So right now, being a first-time home buyer compared to like if you owned a home pre-COVID, okay, those are not the strongest buyers, mm. which is interesting. If you owned a home, if you owned a home pre- previously yeah. because you had equity, Heck so like yeah. for a lot of people, it's easier to buy because right. they can roll over their real estate, they can, um, you know, pull money from their home to yeah. buy other investment yeah. properties, they can flip their property, yep. whatever. But now it's a bit tougher. So. Something that I did a study on was comparison, comparing um, Gen Z and millennials, and because that's a, been a huge portion of buyers. That's okay. where a lot of the buyers are coming from. That's yeah. kind of what we need if we want to like determine the future of the market. We got to determine the future of the buyers, mm. which are Gen Z and millennials. Yeah. So that's like people from the age of eighteen to forty-two. Yeah. So just out here just calling these properties mid, no cap. <laughs> This property's dope. Yeah. <laughs> On God. <laughs> On God, write an offer. <laughs> um, so it's really interesting because um, I compared that. There's this whole report that the OC Register put out um, on comparing the younger buyers with you know the older buyers, which are the baby boomers yep. and Gen X. So that's boomers like me. Am I a boomer? No, you're you're a millennial, bro. Oh, I am millennial. Wait, are you forty? Yeah, are I'm you forty two? I'll be forty two in yeah, you're, uh, April. You're, you're you're a millennial. Dang, millennial borderline boomer. You're you're almost a boomer. <laughs> you're almost a Whatever. boomer. But um, so pretty much everyone older than that is Gen X or or a boomer. Um, so. What I, I kind of found out is that young buyers, the younger generations, even though it's more challenging, they're more willing than, than most other past generations to buy. Really? Even though it's more challenging. There's more buyers that are entering the market from that generation, huh. and the older buyers are pulling out because ah. they just don't have yeah. the determination. Maybe tired. Yeah, no, so this I'm is comparing. Really? No, I'm so this, this is comparing. If you're, if you're a boomer. You run club and get hyped up. If you're a, a boomer or Gen X who does not already own a home, a lot of them are not as eager to buy a home mm, as the younger buyers. That makes sense. And so the younger buyers, they found, are actually willing to take more sacrifice. So sacrifice meaning smaller house, maybe it's a fixer, or if it's out of area. Right. Like, mm. they don't need the perfect house. They are willing to make a sacrifice just to own a house. Interesting. So even Interesting. though it's higher like interest rate, 
location. They'll change up some things about wow. what they wanted. Okay. Um, so we found out that only, according to this so report. Kyle's kind of like an anonym, anomaly yeah, for, he's just for his, his, his. He is. For a gen, you guys are Gen Zers? Uh, me and Kyle are Gen Z. Kyle's yeah. like, I'm not leaving. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not getting I'm rid of this Porsche. <laughs> so we found. I'm never going to rock so a Casio Kyle, paddock only. He's in He's in the 6%. So we found that only 6% of Gen Z and millennials say they never want to own a home. 6%. That's a very small amount. Compared to Gen X and baby Nick boomers. I was weird. <laughs> so compared to Gen X and baby boomers, it's 19, 17 to 19%. So wow. about triple. Wow. Which is it's a huge percentage yeah. compared to the younger buyers. Um, something else is that the only one of the main problems that we've seen is that prices are not decreasing in every area. Obviously, it's what we see in Orange right. County. So if you look, you listen in the, to the news, um, you'll hear a lot of like, oh, prices are dropping yeah. here. So yes, for yeah. sure, like on countrywide, according to the National Association of Realtors. Yep. Um, countrywide, there's definitely a lot of areas where the prices are finally dipping. Mm. Which Seattle? That's I just had a long conversation sure. with Thatch, and he said prices are down seven percent, seven to ten percent from last year. Yeah, a lot of people think like, oh, it must just be like the random cities. Like, not necessarily true. Right. Like, like Seattle's a very dominant yeah, city. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, but so it's, so in, t- in terms of that, you have to be able to study your own area where you're planning on buying. One hundred percent. Like Joshua Tree. Yeah. Definitely different. That's Super still different. Southern California. That's yeah. still a market that was on fire. Unless you have something that is insane, stay tuned, actually. Which we do. <laughs> if you got something that's mid, on God, no cap. No cap. That thing ain't flying. That thing ain't flying. Yeah. That thing is sitting. Yeah. But so something that's interesting is the whole reason why we are experiencing these high interest rates is because prices were increasing like crazy, right? Mm. COVID, interest rates were super low. Inflation went higher than we were supposed to because home prices were getting really high. The Fed wanted to um, increase interest rates Mm -hmm. so that the home prices go down. Yeah. But because of our generation, they're determined to buy something. They're like, screw the interest rates. We're buying. We don't care. Because of that, which is awesome, but also it's, 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 making affordability harder. Mm. So our generation's always gonna put up a fight and even yeah. though interest rates are high, there's these different local markets like a lot of Orange County where the price is still going up because right. our generation is not, you know, they wanna put up a fight. That's so the only thing that can fix that problem, if we have a lot of buyers and more demand is more supply, mm. right? I think that's a known thing. Yeah, And like the supply is the issue. There's right. not enough supply. So, and something else I really started thinking about is our generation, the younger generation, we grew up with the internet, technology, social media. We're more visual, visually focused than any other generation right. has ever been. Right. Everything's about aesthetic. Yes. You know? Like, oh, yeah. I don't want it if it's not aesthetic. Right. Like I want, like they might be willing to take a cut on like a smaller fixer house. Right. But I'm gonna buy it. I'm gonna make it dope. Yeah, yeah like yeah, I want to make absolutely. it look awesome. Yeah. Yep. So my idea, and I think the thing that needs to happen. She's thinking, the, bro. It's, what got me thinking is, um, you see the warehouse in Irvine, the giant hangar oh, that burned down. Yeah, yeah. Like a lot of people are saying, like, oh, it's a conspiracy. Like yeah. Irvine company wants yeah. to build right. homes or whatever. Like it caught on fire a second time. Like mm. coincidentally, people are saying. Yeah. And most likely what's gonna happen, Irvine company's gonna come in and build up houses. Yep. Who knows what'll happen, but that's what a lot of people yeah. are saying. My proposition 
is that the only solve to this supply dilemma is a new case study program. Mm. Because if we have a lack of supply, yeah, and we have the majority of these of these eager buyers being this younger generation right. that is visually focused, what's the obvious solve? Yeah. Like affordable and really cool looking houses. When did we also have that problem? After World War II. Yeah. Mm. Which is why so they're saying we need to be the new Eichler and A. Quincy Jones. That's exactly what I'm saying. So for people that don't know what the case study program is, do you wanna you know you're pretty educated. Well on Case it. Study House was um I forgot the individual's name who really ran Arts and Architecture magazine. Mm -hmm. But the way I kinda see it from my studies, it was like a contest. Like amongst the greatest architects of that time. I think it even started as early as the 40s. So it was like mm. 40s, 50s, 60s, and it was these different architects from like Gregory Ain to Buff and Hensman, A. Quincy Jones, a. Quincy Jones the Stall House, mm -hmm. and they, they, they with consistent use of materials, they went in and they really just created some of the most extraordinary works of art. Yeah. Through that program, I think different studies and different um, techniques to actually create and build uh, were developed. I don't know if that was necessary. Like, I love the idea of there being a case study program just because for the art of it. Yeah. But what I think is really needed is is uh, an individual like Eichler yep. who had the vision to come in and create really well-built, affordable, high design. I, mm -hmm. let, me, let me peel back on the really well-built. I think it was more about high design yeah. than, than, than quality. quality because uh, of price. Yeah, Eichler's... And, and at the time they didn't have access. We were we were having trouble with our materials. Yeah. We couldn't import a lot of materials right. when the case study program was a thing. Right. So we needed to use more affordable materials. Yeah. So like the Eichlers, they're incredible. Yeah. But they're also not the greatest quality. I built feel like material. the prefab thing, you know, like mm -hmm. especially when you look at who the buyers are, I don't I think that if you're able to invest in large parcels of land yep. and create really dope prefab homes, yeah. I think it would go off. Dude, you can build a house now with 3D printing. The problem is a lot of them are modern, right? but I think if we had a also like, like some of them, they're like, you can like AI generate a house, mm. but there's no artistic right. creation to it, like the case study program, yeah. right? So in a problem with the case study program was that they were so, and I've read the whole case study book, there, and I knew about every different community. There was this, there were many different communities that were designed, they never got built. Yeah. So that's where you see these case study houses. Right. The case study houses were model houses. Yeah. Like, oh, we're gonna create a community like this. So like the Eichlers, that worked. Right. It's still affordable today. And they're really dope designs. Yep. So they're affordable housing. We have one, guys, nobody knows about. Just, you know, actually we have two of them. Oh, yeah. Two Eichlers and nobody rare. knows about. Yeah, they're rare. Yeah. But um, like there's this one community I was studying in the case study book. Um, never got built. Yeah. They had it all planned out. Wow. The floor plans built, the materials, where the entire neighborhood the what they did was to sac to build more homes they did smaller lots but because they wanted to conserve privacy mm. half of the house was underground whoa isn't that weird so like they That's were it'd be better insulated without yeah. using more material and you wouldn't have to worry about the sound traveling to your neighbor it's like our vista via deal yeah wow it's a half underground Standing. so who's gonna be that pioneer we need a pioneer i who better yeah. Who better Who's than a hundred mil? Who? I think I think if I could acquire a hundred mil, we could really do some damage. I think if the way that case is positioned, because I was thinking about this a lot, 
if we need a case study program and what the person would need to be able to make that happen is a whole lot of money, mm -hmm. access to all the best artists, designers, architects, we got that. city planners, we got that. and also very deeply rooted in Orange County. Yeah. And also has a deep sense of community mm. and understanding community. Hey, if that's you, hit us up. Hey, we got that. Yeah, we got a, we have we have something we'd like to do up in here. We got something pretty big that we'd like to do. I like that. Make some noise. Let's mm -hmm. go. Hey, how often can I count on you guys bringing this fire data? That was Every incredible. Week. This is going to be a weekly thing. Yeah, Every week. Wow, you guys heard it here. In case you missed it, yep. is now the best place to get your real estate news mm -hmm. courtesy of Justin Lee and Eli Sturdivant. Yep. Let's go. I'm just going to be here absorbing it, and, and I'll say some inspirational things. Yeah, let's go. Look, y'all, so. we appreciate you. Much love to the insane mob of people that showed up to the Run Club last Saturday. That was insane. We're just getting warmed up. We got so much up our sleeves to inspire you, uplift you, educate you, encourage you. Mm -hmm. We just ask that you do the same within your community. Much love, y'all. In case you missed it, we'll talk to you soon. Woo!